Welcome back to the show. It's me, your host, Bianca Brady. And I'm here with our co-host extraordinaire, <laughs> Olivia Shepson. Hello. Hey. I'm doing my character. What's that character? It's called It's 150 Degrees Outside <laughs> and I have not been doing anything all day and I'm feeling a little bit wacky. I loved it. It sounded kind of like um, a pirate. I was, yeah, I was thinking pirate slash like carnival barker. Um, I wish I could meet you on that level, but I can't, <laughs> but I did appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs> um, so what's up, dude? Uh, did you know that this is the 25th episode of Whitey Puzzleman's it Crossword Hour? It is? It is. Are you fucking kidding me? That's almost halfway to 52, which would be a year. Holy shit. Yeah, so half of a year, I guess. Of doing Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Hour. We've been doing this shit, and it's fucking awesome. Tell your friends. We're killing it. We got a new review. We did? Yeah. Um, on July 10th, Juliana Tron. Fun crosstalk, she says. These ladies are so funny and charming. Thank you. I love to hear their <laughs> takes on the New York Times crosswords every week. This is a must for anyone who loves doing or constructing crossword puzzles. It's a must, baby. She's not wrong. Spot the lie. <laughs> Where's the lie, Juliana Tron? We got so much good listener mail this week, too. We did. The return of Adam from listener Adam from Australia. Uh, he writes in with some great little nuggets, juicy nuggets. Hey, gals. Sorry, I'm a bit behind on the pod because I took my first trip to the U.S. and was nonstop, so got behind on the crossword. I did not get a phone call, Adam. <laughs> Why didn't you hit us up? Where did you go, if not New York City? That's, Where else is there? Come on. Um, in reference to your June 30th show, you mentioned wanting to use the phrase, sue me more often. It reminded me of a story back from when I was working at Apple. Apple got sued by the Beatles record label, Apple Corps, because of some reason to do with the names and music and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> in System 7 in 1991, an engineer called Jim Reek snuck in a sound effect slash alert called Sosumi. This is spelled S-O-S-U-M-I. And it's there on every Mac until this day. Here's the wiki article that describes it better than I have. I have no idea if this is interesting or not. So sorry if it isn't. It is. It's really interesting. It is. Thank you for telling us. And thanks for catching up on the episodes. <laughs> um, that's awesome. What else we got? Um, I am trying to find them. Um, do you want to talk about Kale? Yeah. 
great. We got a great email from listener David. David, welcome to my inbox. Um, he's a newcomer to the email, and we really appreciate you writing in. Um, David writes, hello, crossword people. Following up on the question about what Kale was doing before 2012, about a year ago, I learned on another podcast, and it stuck with me, that the biggest American consumer of kale was Pizza Hut because it lined their salad bars. They went on to say that the American Kale Association, a.k.a. a.k.a., <laughs> pushed it to be sold in restaurants, and it went from there. Cheers. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Um, I LOL'd at your email. Do you think, have you ever eaten at a Pizza Hut? Yes, and now that he says this, I remember. By lined the salad bar, it literally means like as um oh, like on the outside, on the outside, as a garnish, basically, at like parsley on a plate. It's like just lines all of these containers of kale is like the topping, carpeting, yeah, of vegetables. Yeah. No one who goes to Pizza Hut is eating kale. Um, wow. Uh, wow. But Pizza Hut has a great salad bar. They have goldfish in the salad bar, and they have um, sliced canned peaches <laughs> on the salad bar. So it's more of a snack bar. Yes, something like that. Did you ever sing the song when you were a, a child? Mm -hmm. Pizza Hut? Yeah. Uh, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut. McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> Why were they making us sing that? I don't know. I guess it's probably... Capitalism? Yeah. it's um, Michelle Obama actually made that song um, <laughs> illegal. banned it. Um, not allowed to sing that in schools anymore. So many great listener mails. We got one last one from um, listener Sarah Shepson um, in regards to our ongoing discussion of Wikipedia edits and whatnot. She emailed us from a bar um, saying they're discussing that Kirsten Gillibrand's Wiki Wikipedia page reminds us that her name is actually Tina. Tina Rutnick. Which she correctly assumed that there's not going to be a president, Tina. <laughs> Probably not going to be a president, Kirsten, either, though. Yeah, I know. Um, but, you know, still worth trying. I don't know what the logic is, like, why you think you would have better luck with Kirsten than Tina. Mm, yeah, I don't know. There are great Kirstens and Tinas. The world over. Oh, speaking of names, I wanted to tell you about this, but I forgot. So I'll just tell you on the podcast. Mm -hmm. There's this horrifying news story um, about a young woman, I think in upstate New York, who was beheaded by a man she met on the internet. And then he posted photos of her beheaded body on Instagram and they remained up for a couple hours. Her name was Bianca. <laughs> And her sister, who wrote, like, we love you so much, we miss you so much, Bianca, her name was Olivia. Oh. I know. 
I know. And I was reading this story Shit. like. Ah! <laughs> so crazy. My God. I mean, their parents had good taste. Number one. <laughs> number two, that's terrifying. Number three, it's weird to read a story about somebody named Bianca anyway, because it doesn't happen that much. Mm-hmm. And then for her to be beheaded and then her sister, Olivia, to be mourning her, it just felt like too much <laughs> to handle. Oh, my gosh. So. I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah, I didn't either. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you. And finally, our, our last listener mails from listener Elise. Subject oh, line, yeah. two words. Body of the email, coffee enema. Now, I didn't understand this. I forwarded it to Olivia. She said, lol, what? (laughs) And I was talking to my mom on the phone, and I said, Mom, we got this email from Elise that just said coffee enema. I have no idea what she's talking about. And my mom was like, oh, because you were talking about butt checking. (laughs) (laughs) I had forgotten. (laughs) So thank you, Elise. And thank you, mom, for reminding me about, you know, all the brilliant stuff that we are elucidating here on the show. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Should we get to the puzzles? Let's do it. I didn't print mine out this week. Listener, I'm doing a new system. Um, It's called not printing them out. So we'll see how it goes. We're covering the week of Sunday, July 14th to Saturday, July 20th. Uh, Sunday's puzzle was constructed by Caitlin Reed. And the title is, Are We Finished? (laughs) Are We Finished? And I really like this puzzle. The theme I thought was perfect. It went with the title. Um, The first theme entry is at 23 across. The clue is in quotes. They're all in quotes with a question mark. So you get some. Ideal puzzle. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) Should I not use my oven clock? And then the answer is, is this a bad timer? R, we finished. The R is at the end. Oh, my God. Caitlin, you slay me. Um, 35 across. The Iliad and the Odyssey works from Homer. You slay me. You slay me. Uh, 52 across. The clue is give a ride to an Indiana hoopster. Hometown hero. Pick up the pacer. Pandering, pandering <laughs> to Will Shorts. 75 across. Printer's low ink alert. Watch your toner. 89 across. What a plumber did for a clogged drain. Took the plunger. And then 105 across. World's shortest reigning monarch. Five second ruler. <laughs> This puzzle kills. It's really funny. It is. Uh, And it was a relatively fast solve for me for a Sunday. Yeah, me too. Um, Anything else stick out to you? Mm, We could talk about um, 
the Dalai Lama being canceled. <laughs> um, 57 across, teacher of the Dharma. Uh-huh. Answer a Lama. Um, you saw what the Dalai Lama said. Didn't he say like the next one's, the next Dalai Lama is going to be a woman, but she better be <laughs> fucking hot or something yeah, like she, that. But she would have to be attractive, I think he says. <laughs> if you're going to follow my lead, you better be fucking hot. That's what he said. Would have to be, quote, more attractive. Um, the future Dalai Lama could be a woman, but would have to be good looking or, quote, unquote, not much use. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he thinks, you know, to transmit a message, it helps to be more beautiful. I mean, not no, like in terms of people, people don't really listen to unattractive women. So it's like he's saying like a hard truth, you know? He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but... It's not he he's perpetuating. <laughs> he should he should be the one who goes out there and says, We want an ugly ass lady to be the next one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Good point. Um nine Tw- go ahead. Twenty one across, trendy superfood, kale. Kale. Talk to Pizza Hut. <laughs> um, I raised an eyebrow at ninety-eight across. The clue is like a Tour de France rider on day 20 vis-a-vis day 10. The answer is Soror. Come on. I don't know. Too much backstory for that, you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of backstory. <laughs> Tireder. More tired. Not if they're doing all that blood doping. <laughs> Am I right? They're friggin' fine. Um, I, I noted 28 across. Uh, the clue is sends a Dear John letter, and the answer is dumps. That's like a sad thing that used to happen um, where a man went off to war. His name was John. Yeah. And then his girlfriend was like, hey, <laughs> by the way, I know you're fighting in a war. But I met this piece of shit. <laughs> draft dodger <laughs> we're doing it he's got bone spurs or shin splints <laughs> or whatever um i liked 44 across the clue is composer of the microsoft sound which ironically he wrote on a mac and the answer is eno i think we should start putting in facts about brian eno if he's always going to be in the puzzle yeah or um Clue it like um, online rejection. <laughs> e no. <laughs> that's how. That's how I'm gonna do it when I construct my first puzzle. Love that. Love that. Um, I liked. I thought ten down was funny in light of the recent Met Gala. The clue is notoriously hard to define aesthetic style, and the answer is camp, which everyone for the most part, failed at miserably at this year's Met Gala. Yeah, I wrote on my notes, Met Gala. Yeah. Did you ever read that Susan Sontag essay, Notes on Camp? I read it in university, but... Me too. um, But I I definitely was in a class, and one of the young women in the class had not read it. 
and she did try to participate in the discussion, oh. but thinking it was about summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like, we're oh, just going to no. like fly over that <laughs> as a class. We're just going <laughs> to give you that an is, out. Uh, very, um, that's really nice of all of you. Thank you. Yeah. It, even the teacher was like, mm, okay, I see what you mean, but Oof. just because it was too embarrassing to be like, you didn't do the reading. Right. Yeah, it w- would ruin one's life, probably. <laughs> they would die of embarrassment. Yeah. So that's generous. Um, my last note about Sunday was uh, 37 down. <laughs> the clue in quotations is meow and the answer is row <laughs> r-o-w-r um i wrote no way <laughs> on my notes no row <laughs> meow Rawr. this is just like a conversation between animals <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't I would A I would spell that with an A uh-huh. R-A-W-R But I would never write that out The indignity I just I don't know what the Thought <laughs> process was I think it was like That was the last one she filled in She was <laughs> like ah fuck it <laughs> Rawr <laughs> Did you see the trailer for the new Cats movie? Uh, no, I didn't know it existed until today, but I heard from a friend that it is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything more to say about um, the trailer? It certainly makes this clue and answer make a little bit more sense, I think. <laughs> uh, I raised an eyebrow at um, 65 across. The clue is show impatience with as an envelope. And the answer is rip open. I just feel like that's the only context in which you would show impatience that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or maybe like at show impatience with as a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. But the, those are the two. And like what a, ripping something open. It just it doesn't. You must have a you must have a short fuse because it doesn't <laughs> ever take long enough to show impatience. That's true. Unless you're like, oh, I need my results. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess maybe that's. Um, I need my lab results <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> um, should we move on? Let's do it. Okay. Monday. This puzzle was by Ed Sessa. And I thought it was a cute theme. It was revealed at 61 across. The clue is time savers or the starts of 17, 26, 36, and 51 across. And the answer is shortcuts. So 17 across, trendy terms, buzzwords, buzz cut, type of haircut. 26 across, first host of America's Funniest Home Videos, Bob Saget. Um... 36 across, magical powder in Peter Pan, pixie dust. 51 across, style of collarless shirt, crew neck. 
So we got buzz cuts, bobs, pixie cuts, and crew cuts. All of them short cuts. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> I've never had hair shorter than my shoulder length. I had it as a child, sort of like an Austin Powers, <laughs> like. <laughs> huh? That's what I. That's what I like in myself too. In some of my early, early school pictures, like kindergarten, Austin Powers hair, length, color, texture, <laughs> style, everything. What else here? Mm, pretty much all I wrote was Bob Saget. <laughs> Thinking we would talk about Bob Saget. A strange figure in um, culture, for sure. Like a very dirty old man. Dirty now. old man. But he hasn't been canceled. No. So he's consensually dirty, maybe? I guess so, yeah. He just does like roasts now and... He was interviewed in this documentary about um, the Dana Carvey show. Or nope, not right at all. He was interviewed in this documentary about Gary Shandling. And he was like so sweet and like sentimental. And I just like think he's very multifaceted and I, <laughs> I like him a lot. Well, it sort of reminds me of Howard Stern too. Similar... But Howard Stern never had like a, you know, full house dad vibe. Yeah. But like just this sort of complexly gross, like Mm -hmm. icky kind of figure that everybody seems to really like. Yeah. And give a pass to. I think for some people it's hard for them to reconcile. Like what was his name on Full House? Danny Tanner? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for some people to reconcile, but I like it about him. Yeah. And you're right. Never canceled. Never can't. Not yet. He contains multitude. Yeah. I mean, I saw him. I saw that movie, The Aristocrats. Did you I, ever see that? I haven't that? seen that. He was really funny in that. He's, he's cuckoo. He is cuckoo. Um, the only other note I had about Monday was that There were a lot of Jewish references in the puzzle. We got 21 across, Busybody from the Yiddish, Yenta. We've got 48 down, um, Blank Aviv, Tell. And then we've got 65 across, Peace Noblest, Wiesel, Eli. Yeah. So I noted that there's a ton of crossword cuisine in this puzzle. Oh, yeah. For a little puzzle. So much cuisine. We've got 42 across, browned bread, toast, one of my absolute favorite foods. (laughs) We've got 54 across, blank pieces, candy, Reese's. We've got 55 across, non-kosher meat, another Jewish reference. Oh, yeah. Ham, delicious. We've got two down. Peppery salad green, arugula. Love it. Yum, yum, yum. We've got 18 down. So, uh, but sushi bar condiment, wasabi. Yum. We've got 25 <laughs> down. 
uh, candy bar packaged in twos. Twix. Mm. Okay. Yum. I rewrote the clue for 13 down. The clue that they have here is having a heavier build. And the answer is stouter. And if I were writing this puzzle, my clue would be more like a little teapot. <laughs> stouter. <laughs> um, that's a great idea. Thank you. That's all I got here. Oh, yeah. 19 across. Ragu rival. Prego. Yum. I guess. I don't know. I've never. I like homemade. Ah. As an Italian. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Let's do it. Um, mon- Tuesday. Pardon my new note system, listener. Tuesday is by Ross Trudeau, and the theme is revealed at 52 across. The clue is structures illustrated twice in this puzzle through both black squares and letters. And the answer is A-frame buildings. So there's like a triangle of squares a triangle of A's, a triangle of squares, another triangle of A's. Um, it didn't really light my fire theme-wise. And also I got a little aggravated that the one of the A's triangles is uneven. The left side is like more downer than the right side. I... Can't believe that they accepted this. I can't believe it. Um, there are empty white squares at the top. Yeah, That's I think that insane. I think that in the newspaper, the the edge is not printed, so it just looks like a roof. Maybe. Okay. That's. I mean, that's the only excuse I can think of. Uh, I didn't notice that on, yeah, on the right side of the top um, A-frame. Yeah, on the right side, it's like not completed. No. All the way down. No. I don't know how they let this happen. Maybe Will Shorts is on vacation this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's checked out. It is summer. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do a puzzle about a building. <laughs> nice going, Ross. <laughs> no, I'm sure he was really nice about it. Um, have you ever heard of 29 Across? Uh, um, the clue is lawn game banned in 1988, <laughs> and the answer is jarts. <laughs> no, I wrote in my notes, what's jarts? <laughs> I think my guess is javelin darts. That does sound dangerous. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right in if you've played jarts, if you've been injured by jarts. Um, <laughs> 1988, the year I was born. So as soon as I came on the scene, they were like, no more jarts. <laughs> Bianca's here now. We have to be safe. We have to be <laughs> careful. <laughs> what else did you have? My only other note was 30 down. The clue is pretentious and the answer is arty. And this comes up sometimes and I find it kind of annoying. Um, I totally understand the intention behind the clue and answer, but not necessarily. That's true. Um, I think, you know. Some people it's kind are of diminishing. Artists. 
Yeah. And they're just doing their art. Mm -hmm. And that's their freaking job, you know? Mm -hmm. Certainly doesn't have to be pretentious. But I understand that it is sometimes. But it's come up a few. Yeah, it comes up a lot. So it kind of. Or artsy. It irks me. Yeah, that's rude. It is. What about 48 Across Embarrassing Fall Faceplant? I didn't know if you had any embarrassing fall stories you'd like to share. I don't think I do. <laughs> I I have plenty of other embarrassing moments, but I don't know if any of them include a fall because I'm typically pretty safe physically. Like I'm I prefer to be still. <laughs> Not a daredevil. Well, I had a really like textbook embarrassing fall I would say maybe like three Christmases ago (laughs) in my hometown of Worcester I went out to lunch with my friend Sarah from high school Mm -hmm. over like Christmas holiday I was wearing boots and you know there was like snow on the ground I guess the floor was wet inside the restaurant whatever I We walk into the restaurant. She's showing us to our table. I fell like forward, like a a leap forward. I slipped and fell onto like my hands and knees. And then I look up and literally two of the coolest boys from our high school class were eating lunch in that restaurant doing the same thing as us. And then I had to go talk to them. (laughs) And I was like, laughing so hard because it's like what else can you do yeah that's like the funniest thing that could ever (laughs) i think if anyone could play it off then you could play it i mean i was definitely embarrassed though and it does it takes a it takes like that level of like i don't really get embarrassed that Mm -hmm. much but that was tough to come back from (sighs) and i had a bruise on my shin Oh, no. Does it still burn when you think about it? (laughs) Yeah, Greg and Cal. And they were really nice about it. But I wasn't cool in high school. You know? It would, like, fit in. It was, like, Mm -hmm. God, it was, like, I could have been, you know. (laughs) This uh, reaffirms everything we believe to be true about you. (laughs) You fall. It was I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, that was your... Did you have anything else? No? Mm-mm. I just had one more thing to say, which is 34 across. The clue is, in quotes, blank quote. And the answer is, and I. And I quote. But when I see the words, and I, it just reminds me of, and I. <laughs> <laughs> so it should have been that. And that's all. That's a good idea. We had a co-construct, yo. We got to. We should do that. We should. Maybe that should be a year-end goal. I would love to do that. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine our (laughs) New York Times debut, Bianca Brady and Olivia Shepson? And then we can talk about our own puzzle on the (laughs) podcast. 
Okay, we gotta do it. We love this puzzle. Recently decapitated young woman and her sister. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, Wednesday. Miracle Wars. Adam Nicole is the constructor. The theme here, there's circles in the mix. 17 across. Candy that the lovers circled letters on Valentine's Day. Chocolate. So the circled letters are A-T-E, eight. So candy that the lovers ate on Valentine's Day. Chocolate. 24 across. Politician that the voters circled letters to Congress. Representative. Politicians that the voters sent to Congress. 35 across. Quick trips that the busy person circled letters around town. Errands. Errands, quick trips that the busy person ran around town. 45 across, books that Victorians circled letters for cheap. Penny dreadfuls, read, books that the Victorians read for cheap. And then 54 across, luxury vehicle that the motorist circled letters on the highway. Land drove, er. Luxury vehicle that the motorist drove on the highway. Land Rover. This was fine. Mm, two, two notes. Okay. Um, Choco late is the new pronunciation. <laughs> um, and Penny Dreadful would be a great roller derby name. Yes. I want to start doing roller derby and I have to think of a good name. So... Um, Help! Let me know if you think of anything. Also, listeners. Penny Dreadful is good. But it has to have my name in it, sort of. Oh, it does? Well, it's better. Okay. Okay, yeah. Challenge accepted. So let me know. Um, I LOL'd at 16 across. Give a casual greeting in modern lingo. Answer is holla. <laughs> That's kind of crossword alien-y. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a casual greeting at chat. <laughs> um, what do I have here? Nine down. Queen guitarist Brian May has one in astrophysics. PhD. What a cool guy. Did you watch that movie? I sure did. What'd you think? I loved it. It yeah, was a good, good time at the movies. It's a good time at the movies. But, I mean, it apparently was, like, very disney version of their lives. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a little bit light on the... On reality. The, <laughs> on the entire truth and <laughs> <laughs> reality, you're right. But super heavy on the sweet jams. Yeah. Yeah. The, the live aid scene is so good. So good. Um, 19 across, more deadpan as humor. The answer is drier. Yeah. Do you know anyone like that? I've never met anyone like that before. Me neither. I don't I think either. it's kind of like a lazy way to to do it personally. 
same. You know, you need to kind of act something out, put a little physicality into it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just roll your eyes and comment on right minutia mm-hmm. like a pretentious arty. Thank you for yes anding me on that <laughs> one. I was like, this is a risk. <laughs> I'm right there with you, babe. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? 31 down. I wrote, nice clue. Let's see why. Oh, headrest for a couch napper, say. Arm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> also, that's the way of... Um, your new note-taking um, style. <laughs> um, it's like, that was a great clue. Let's see what that clue was. Let me find it here. <laughs> what about Crossword Cuisine 63 Across? Yes. Dish that may come with a spork. Slaw. So what is specific to slaw that... It is notorious for coming with a spork. Well, I do think that the spork is the perfect utensil by which to eat a slaw because it does have both solid and liquid components. (laughs) So would you say that you drink the slaw juice from the spoon part of the spork? I sip it from... But it's not so liquid as to necessitate a full spoon. It is not a soup. (laughs) It is a slaw. It's not a soup. And thus, you cannot eat it with a spoon. (laughs) Because there are long, skinny pieces that will need to be furled around a tine. Mm-hmm. Not a full tine, a small, reasonably sized tine. Semi tine. Attached to a shallow bowl. <laughs> Thus, the spork, <laughs> the perfect utensil. All right. For slaw. Thank you for elucidating that. Anytime, anytime. Um, should we move on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thursday. This puzzle was by Matthew Sewell, and I really liked the theme. (laughs) I wrote theme fail in (laughs) all capital letters. You did? I think it was a fail, epic fail. An epic fail? (laughs) I didn't like it. Holy shit. Okay. Walk us through it. Here we go. Uh, 20 across. The clue is, Bouncer who can always spot a fake? And the answer is the wizard of id, but the wizard of ID. Get it? Because he's a bouncer. Mm -hmm. ID, he can always spot a fake. Uh Get it? Mm -hmm. Okay. 30 across. Backstory for TV's Magnum? Life of P.I. Um. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. My favorite. <laughs> this is funny. Don't tell me this isn't funny. Statement before, and that's Canada. This is U.S. 
53 across. Another one I love. Certain people prefer their computer specialists to be attractive. Some like IT hot. (laughs) So funny. And 35 across. Did I miss one? Advice for how the Pope can reach out online. I am a believer. I'm a believer. (laughs) You're right. It's good. I think I just didn't, um, didn't totally get it, but. Now I get it. Maybe you were in funny. a bad mood. I was in a bad mood. <laughs> Maybe you were on your period. I was on my I was <laughs> menstruating. Um I truly did laugh out loud at 42 across statement before, and that's Canada. <laughs> when is anybody saying that? Well, I thought it was some sort of famous line that i didn't know so i googled it and that's good i thought it was like you know maybe dan Aykroyd or john candy <laughs> said it in a movie um we should write this into the movie that we do right after right after we write a, a puzzle a puzzle we write a movie make a movie and that's canada <laughs> this is u.s <laughs> Oh, it is funny. You're right. Thank you. Or maybe I'm just funny. Did uh, you ever think of that? I never considered that <laughs> as an option, but... <laughs> okay. No, just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, It's funny. But I don't know... Yeah. I don't know if it's funny to them the way it is funny to you, but maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what about 23 across a regionalism from my neck of the woods mm-hmm. for once? In quotes, wicked cool. And the answer is rad. <laughs> now, I did grow up saying that things were wicked cool mm-hmm. or wicked stupid or wicked lame. Sometimes they are. It's wicked hot in here. It's wicked cold outside. I'm wicked bored by what's happening. Wicked bored. Um, Wicked is an adverb, and it (laughs) modifies an adjective. So things cannot be wicked (laughs) on their own. They have to be, like, wicked good. What about a witch? Yeah, you could be... A wicked bad witch? (laughs) A wicked bad witch. (laughs) Or a wicked witchy witch. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. But I did used to say this without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while now it will slip out in conversation. But I cannot say it unselfconsciously anymore. And I really feel like I lost something of my my purer, younger self. Do you feel like your cousins or any of your old friends still use it without being self-conscious? Yeah. And, And I flag it. And I, but I don't say anything because I want it to remain pure. Yeah. In their eyes. That's sweet. Thank you. That's thoughtful. Thank you. Anything else? Mm, 26 down, I wrote, huh? And that clue <laughs> is what's next? And the answer is app. I don't get it either. Okay, good. Is um, there an app called next? Probably. I don't know. I feel like if there was, they might capitalize next. I don't know if app names are capitalized. 
I think they are. Appetizer? Maybe. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I wrote 15 down. I wrote yeah. fucking cool. Let's yeah. see why I wrote that. <laughs> um, pitcher Doc Ellis claimed oh. to have used this before throwing a no-hitter in 1970. The answer is LSD. It's fucking cool. Which I knew because there's an awesome um, animation to uh, a recording of him telling the story of how that happened. I think it's, I just watched it. um, I watched it on Thursday after I did the puzzle. I think it's called um, Doc Ellis. And the no-no. Okay. Doc Ellis and the big no-no or something like this. No-no being a reference to no-hitter. And I highly recommend it. It's very entertaining. Um, Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Super cool story. Um, I've never done LSD. I don't think I ever will. Um, It seems like too chancy. For me, a little too chancy, a little too risky. A mind is a terrible thing to lose. <laughs> You're just, your brain is so delicate. Exactly. And it's too risky. But when I hear stories like this, where it's like some possibility is unlocked, wherein you become the master of your craft, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. But I, th- yeah. I think the nature of most realizations or things of that nature that people have while they're on drugs, they forget by the time they're not on drugs anymore. And it was basically like you didn't learn anything. Right. I'd like to think that the the knowledge that you gain from using a drug is innate Mm-hmm. And the drug is just like an easier way to access that. But if you don't want to take the easy way out, you don't have to do drugs and you can still have lots of cool experiences. <laughs> you should be a dare officer. I almost was. <laughs> um, I think that's a great point. Thank you. And those realizations you have on your own without the aid of substances will be much more meaningful. So far, IMO. I've, yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to compare it to, but I've had a lot of really good thoughts in my <laughs> life. <laughs> um, but that brings us seamlessly to seven down in quotes. Hold my blank, words before a foolish act. Beer. <laughs> Hold my beer. That's like what you say before you. Let's go into the mud wrestling pit at a <laughs> frat party. Yeah. You know? Before you confront your lying, cheating boyfriend. Yeah. Something crazy. I wrote, nice, bro, <laughs> on my notes. <laughs> um, I wrote that it reminded me of one of my favorite parts of The Office, which is that Andy's, what Andy found so hilarious was to say beer me about all different kinds of objects. <laughs> like, it is funny. He needs the stapler, and so he says beer me. Um, so that's pretty I think good. that's hilarious. All right, shall we? Yes. Okay. Friday, 
July 19th. This puzzle is by Peter Wentz. Bass player for Fallout Boy. But not really, right? I don't know. Different guy. Who's to say? I don't know. I don't know. What'd you have here? Um, I have a lot of I have a lot of little noties. Next to 28 across, I wrote, what? Clue is swindling trick. And the answer is skin game. Not familiar with that expression. It's like you got skin in the game. No, that's totally different metaphor. Yeah. I think of it as like um, like three card Monty, like a street kind of hustler game. It's like another word for that, but I could be wrong. I just am guessing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, that I don't know what a three card Monty is. So <laughs> that, that's like defining a word with that word. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's like when you have a ca- three cards on a table and one of them is the the queen, say. Mm-hmm. And then you flip them around. I'm doing a motion with oh, my hand. Oh, that's you're a like, three card Monty. Yeah, which okay. is the queen. And then you, and then you lose money because it's a skin game because it's a swindling trick. <laughs> or same with like a cup and bob one ball under the cups do you think you're good at those games yeah i'm good at tricking people i'm good at doing them Mm -hmm. i'm really good at uh swindling people out of their money (laughs) (laughs) that's why i produce this free podcast (laughs) it's a long con for me a long con um i wrote bummer Next to 49 down, the clue is country that has approximately 0% arable land, which is to say land you can farm on. Oman. Oh, man. <laughs> Bummer. Bummer. I mean, they make up for it in other ways, I'm sure. Yeah. A great attitude. <laughs> Sparkling personality. <laughs> Um, I have 16 across. The clue is Meg who wrote The Princess Diaries. And the answer is Cabot. I wrote great book and a great movie. Agreed. I frigging love that book and movie. Me too. Um, if you straighten <laughs> your hair, you're going to lose your best friend, okay? <laughs> but then you'll fuck her brother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we should write taglines. He's a musician and very shy. (laughs) (laughs) So it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wrote gross next to 39 across. Oh, bites harmlessly is the clue. And the answer is gums. (laughs) That's gross. Yeah, that's what... If you ever seen a baby with a shortbread cookie, it's, (laughs) it's disgusting. Um, 38 down, the clue is all available options. Nope, 38 down, the clue is quite (laughs) eager. And the answer is a thirst. I think someone who is a thirst is someone who's fallen for a thirst trap. Have you ever done a thirst trap? 
Yeah, probably. I feel I don't like that. Like if you post a picture of yourself in which you thought you looked nice. Is that a thirst trap? I don't know. I don't know the rules. <laughs> I've I've tried to mm-hmm. and failed. No one Each was a thirst. Time. Well, I'm usually accidentally doing something silly because I can't bear the humiliation of anyone thinking that I'm trying to that be attractive. Tried. Yeah. I would rather not ever. It is it. embarrassing. Yeah. So that's something to talk about in therapy, I think. Mm-hmm. How are people so comfortable with people knowing that they put effort into their <laughs> I don't know. It's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it takes because mm-hmm. plenty of people I love and respect are capable of taking part in this very common practice. I know. Write in with some advice for me, please. Please do. I liked 10 Down. I felt like it was a really pure crossword alien (laughs) moment in the puzzle. (laughs) The clue is garments worn at beach parties. And the answer is sarongs. (laughs) I would say to my earthling friend, (laughs) which garment are you going to wear to the beach party on Tuesday? You know? Mm-hmm. A sarong? What's so wrong with that? <laughs> Bazinga. Anything else about Friday? Um, nope. I guess 53 Across, one named singer with the 1993 platinum album debut, Bjork. I love Bjork. She's fucking cool. She's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Kind of wacky. I like that about her. She's cool. She also doesn't seem to age, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You'll see one day that Mm -hmm. that's cool. (laughs) You're older. Saturday. Uh, Saturday. July 20th by Sam Trabuco. (sighs) You know, this is a puzzle... That is like celebrating nerd culture. Nerdery. And I felt a little alienated as a cool girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. But there's a couple things that I didn't really get, such as one across. The clue is junk dealers. And the answer is spam bots. Took me forever to get that. Same. But I did get... The main, like, big time down, big boy, really right away. (laughs) Best-selling game with a hexagonal board. Settlers of Catan. I've never played it. Have you played it? No, I've left the room. (laughs) (laughs) I have I've courteously (laughs) abstained from playing that game so many times. (laughs) I've definitely left the room. (laughs) For sure. I can't sign on for this. It's like, like Risk, I think it's a very long game. Gosh, I've never played that either. That's okay. 
it's very like, long and boring. Here's what I think Settlers of Catan is. A game where you are doing like making a civilization and like doing crops like wheat <laughs> and yeah or like mining minerals from the ground and I, where is Catan and why do we want to settle there these are great questions for somebody who uh, stuck around to play it <laughs> also nine down the clue is college area of study with no application required and the answer is pure math I don't know what that is that was very hard for me I was like beer pong it's gonna be <laughs> something about beer pong um, I thought it was rare math yeah your guess is good as mine I th- the fuck there's pure math I think it's the kind of math that um is useless <laughs> <laughs> like unless you want to think about space all day or something exactly I think it's that kind mm. but I don't know um I <laughs> 28 across um the clue is big times <laughs> and the answer is eras <laughs> Interesting way to clue a very common crossword answer era. Big times. Big times. Very big, big, long times. Um, I took issue with 17 across. The clue is thought accompanying a light bulb. And the answer is, oh, I get it. I had, um, I've got it for a long time. Mm. And I thought that that was right. Uh, yeah, I I thought good idea. I thought good idea too. Not for long, but that was I think the first thing I tried. Um, um, what else? What about one down? Prime Directive Shop. Oh, like Amazon Prime? Yeah. <laughs> do you have? You don't have Amazon Prime, no. do you? I do have a gift card balance of about $170 on Amazon. What are you going to get? I don't know. I was going to ask you, what should I get? A beach umbrella. What? Um, a, um, that's an expensive beach umbrella. Fog machine. No. Um, a GoPro. (laughs) (laughs) My GoPro footage would be the most boring. (laughs) I'm thinking of like a helmet mounted GoPro for me. We should wear GoPros when we record the podcast. That's really funny. My GoPro footage, me sitting quietly in one place. For 10 hours, put it on YouTube. Quietly to another place to sit quietly there. Mm. Uh, um, Twelve down. I wrote lol. The clue is complaint loudly and publicly. Made us think. I just like the publicly part. Like complaining publicly. What exactly does that mean in in front of your peers? When I think public, I think you know, in front of 
Right. Do you... What is public? You know, I have this theory about life, which is that complainers, public complainers are more annoying than whatever they're complaining about that's happening in public. Like, for example, I was in a nail salon one time and there was a lady getting her nails done and chatting super loudly on the phone to her friend or mom or whatever. And then this other lady was like so mad at the first lady for talking on the phone and kept like looking at me and rolling her eyes be like, like trying to get me on her side about it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, like you're bothering me more than she is right now because I cannot commiserate with you. Mm -hmm. I don't like public complainers, (laughs) but I do like public nuisances because I think (laughs) it's funny. I would definitely be annoyed by someone talking loudly on the phone about banal things too. But would you mystery person. try to catch the eye of everyone else to be like, oh, am I right? Maybe. I might do no, that. No, you wouldn't. You fucking wouldn't. I Liar. Maybe at a nail salon, I'd be like, does anyone also think this is so rude? Really? We may differ on this. Wow, I can't believe it. But I might not make a big, I wouldn't huff and puff. Yeah, I can't picture you huffing and puffing. I don't I don't like huffing and puffing, but I could see making eye contact to commiserate. Maybe eye contact, like a widening of the eyes, like, you getting this? Yeah, but not. But not like, oh, is anybody going to do anything about this woman talking? <laughs> it's like fucking United States of America. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Free country, yeah. Let her talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. What about, speaking of beer, 59 across, in quotes, another bud bud, beer me. Yeah, I totally meant to tell that office anecdote <laughs> on this puzzle. <laughs> Got a little preview. Hold my beer. Beer me. Beer me. That's like a Ouroboros of beer. <laughs> Beer me, hold my beer. Beer me, hold my beer. It's just like a cycle that continues ad infinitum. That would be a cool tattoo. A hold my beer me <laughs> in a circle. Yes. Hold my beer me, hold my beer me, hold my beer me. Wow. Okay. That's brilliant. That's really good. I'm getting that. Same. Hold my butt. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else you want to talk about? That seems like a great place to end. Fucking crushed it this week. The puzzles were good. My new note taking system is good. iTunes review, listener mail. I mean, it's all coming together. Episode 25, okay? Mm hmm. Fuck. Fuck, man. Fuck. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) Shouts out. All right. Bye. (laughs) 